tell me, who is this Ahsoka Tano? <laughs> I rewatched that clip. I rewatched that clip a lot from the Clone Wars. I can tell. I, uh, I've been rewatching the clip of Zeb from Mando a ton. Yeah, because he looks really good. Too bad we haven't seen him in Ahsoka yet. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Legionnaire Podcast. We are re- reviewing Ahsoka Episode 3. Time to fly. Time to fly. What do you think of the title? I I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, when they said it, I was like, oh, so this is going to be... Um, I remember in the trailers, like, seeing a ton of, like, the piling stuff. I'm like, oh, so this is going to be, like, the focus for most... And granted, this was, like, all of the flying footage. I didn't think it was going to be all of it, but this was it all was all of the of space footage. This was all of the footage with the... Spoilers, purgles. Um, yeah, I, I. Before we get into the episode, I guess like this is just like stuff that we're talking about now that I'm thinking about from last week and where this episode has gone. I don't think we're gonna see Captain Rex, to be honest. I don't either. I thought the same thing today. I was as There's this episode this, started. The, I was like, he's not gonna fit into this at all. Yeah, I don't know. Unless I don't know how they would. Pu- Unless Hera goes Unless. and gets him. Yeah. Okay. So okay, we gotta hang on to the, hang on. Put a actually we're put a pin in that Hera going to get him because I have a lot to say about Hera and I have yeah that pair tangent with that. Um. No, well, this episode just, was good. I say we just dive right, right off the rip, dude. It was uh, kind of cool that seeing all of the like, dude. We talked about Mando's the Western, Soka's the Samurai. This was all in the beginning. It was full Samurai. I would, I would definitely agree. And so at the beginning, they talk about um, the training styles that they're trying to do with uh, Sabine, and Ahsoka says to her, "We should try doing Satoshi." Now, I was quick on my feet because I was like, "Wait a minute." This is sounds like something a little more. Did you know that Zatochi is actually based off of an Akira Kurosawa films, the Yojimbo films and Sandro films. It's about a blind uh, fighter who's also a part-time masseuse from what Wikipedia was saying. Um, it's a fictional character though. And he's a blind samurai fighter. And then when we cut over to Sabine and she's doing her blind fighting. I'm like, Mm, we're still seeing homages back to where Star Wars came from. Yeah, Kanan was also a blind fighter. He was indeed. Speaking of Kanan, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was it was cool. When, she, when he said that, or uh, when Ahsoka said that, I was like, alright, we're going to come back to this at some point. Yeah. I Well, because... I we've never seen that style of like training like hologram like type of like blades. Um yeah. with Huyang. I thought that was interesting. That makes the most sense. I mean when you talk about like training with sabers, I you really shouldn't be training like with dull blades and everything. And if Star Wars is an advanced like technology galaxy as it is, yeah, maybe you should like minimize like the damage that you could cause on someone just fighting and training with a lightsaber. Now I get like Anakin and yeah, Obi Wan. But- they like have to do it as you get older, but Sabine. Yeah, and like, and also like the uh, 
think about like the samurai like you know like in um at least in ghosts of tsushima you cut through the bamboo like think about how much bamboo you save just by like hologram of bamboo yeah exactly <laughs> protect the environment exactly save the bamboo in the star wars universe but anyway um there, okay there i will say this i felt like that scene went on a, a little long at a certain point i was like okay i understand what we're doing here yeah they probably could have cut it down by like 10 or 15 seconds because i understand that they're trying to sabine's rage is building up and everything and we're trying to show her sort of going over a tipping point and how when you get into that it doesn't come out to your favor yeah it's like ah the dark side is bad it's like yes the dark side is bad here we are (laughs) um no i but it's cool like i love i i i do like it when they take scenes out a little longer just because you can like you can live in the moment a little more Mm -hmm. um and i feel like a lot of tv these days is starting to miss that because like everybody talks about the tiktok attention span that our generation apparently has um has ruined us yeah that's ruined us although i did see a um a meme about that was actually pretty true it's like i think it was a tony soprano having a panic attack it's like me when i try to eat dinner without watching youtube (laughs) i think i've seen that as well yeah (laughs) i'm like oh man maybe i am part of the problem listen god gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers my phone was dead during lunch (laughs) anyway Um, yeah no it's i like seeing the jedi i really love watching jedi training i do too well so i wanted to talk because they've been setting up sabine becoming a quote jedi but then ahsoka I love Ahsoka's line where she's like, I don't need Sabine to be a Jedi. I need her to be herself. I'm like, when she said that, I said, yep, this is like the 10 plus years of character development of Ahsoka that feels perfect. This is exactly what she would say. This is like, it's her character. You can tell that it's written by the same guy. It feels incredibly streamlined. It does. Um, Because when he said that line in my head, I'm like, this she for like hardcore fans who like follow ahsoka's journey like you're gonna lose us or you're gonna sink us in with this next follow-up and it's it's dave so dave's gonna do it right but like like what 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 how did you write this what is he what's she gonna say next and she said i don't need her to be a jedi like my man exactly this is what we like to see but so they've been setting this up and I know we talked about it, but I guess we didn't talk about it enough to like hit home the point where Ahsoka's right. The force exists in everything. It's just dependent on like how talented you are and how connected to everything around you that like you're willing to tap into it. Because obviously we know people, some people are more adept to the force than others. Yoda species is two for two on it. Three for three, actually. Yeah. Um, three for, yeah. Yeah. It'll, yeah. Rest in peace. I know. Can't forget her so and and then we see it like all the humans just kind of suck with the force sometimes <laughs> but um Dude. no i i like that they they made that a point as well so it's like you can you can try to use the force at any point in your life and i like that then the episode comes back to where hu yang says well i wouldn't try to have trained her at this age the jedi council wouldn't have accepted her and ahsoka just drops the nuke on him like 
oh yeah how did that work out for them yeah it's like this has been tried over a millennia or standards for over a millennium and she's like yeah and it failed it's like mm. dang dang well so do you want to jump into that because they're trying to figure out the future because they talk about then you got to start rebuilding the jedi you want to get into maybe uh little bowl cut looking boy Oh, you mean uh, Jason Sandula? Yeah, I saw his haircut and I was like, dang, you guys did not do that kid justice. <laughs> I I liked him. He was cute. So, like, no, he was fine, but, like, um, so I was watching this with my girlfriend. When the, when the scene came on, she paused it. We were doing a group watch. She paused it, and she's like, why is it why wait that's her son i'm like yeah he's like she's like why doesn't he have like the cool little cute little tendrils i think he'd be way cuter that way i'm like i mean i don't disagree with you but i think it's kind of goofy he just has green hair yeah i know like you can clearly tell that they dyed that hair green it's not natural (laughs) like this is just like some like kid with green hair i'm like i don't like at no point if i looked at this kid i'm like you're probably half twilight yeah I, I don't disagree with you. Like, he rolled up, and I was like, hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay. Like, I'm not mad that he's there. I'm happy that they have Jason Sandula, and that was pretty cool. But then I was like, oh, you just have green hair. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, but. so here's what I want to say with that. Um, because he makes the comment, oh, Auntie Sabine's trained to be a Jedi. I want to be a Jedi. Hmm. Well, let me tell you something about your father, young man. Um, do you think oh. this is an early theory for me, though? Uh, do you think that he's going to train at Luke's Academy? Or do you think he's going to train with Ahsoka? Dude. I hope. Uh, you know what? Given the fact that we've seen Ahsoka with Luke Skywalker, with him building his Jedi Academy... I could see Ahsoka dropping him off there. I could see her like that would be. You go. I don't know. Sorry. I was just like sitting here thinking this through in my head. I'm like that would be heartbreaking. If you find out Ben Zolo killed Jason Sandula. I know, but okay. So here's the thing. I want them to hammer home the fact that Ben Solo like did something that is unforgivable. I want them to hammer that home. Because Anakin did the same thing, and we still have hundreds of fans of Anakin Skywalker, even though we see him turn on that lightsaber in front of that little kid. So everybody makes a joke. You know, like, it's kind of like it's the memes are kind of funny. Yes. But like when you sit and think about it, that scene is like that is disturbing. Oh, yes. Like, like, I'm not going to get like oh yeah that's that gets dark like that's really dark yeah it's yeah he was like five no more than 10 years old and that was just one that we saw there was a whole room full of them yeah i i was the fact that we like easily laugh about that like the society laughs about that and a lot of other things it's like how far have we lost our humanity with the internet pontifications with the legionnaire podcast wow this says a lot about society but i do i do think that that'd be interesting though to sort of maybe try to because uh, 
I do really feel like we're going to get some Luke Skywalker type of show, movie, Jedi Academy. Like, I really, really think that that's going to happen. And I want that to happen. I bet it's on hold right now. Well, all this AI stuff, like they have these poor five AI guys in the basement. Like like someone's in the corner, like make Luke Skywalker's voice better. (laughs) These poor guys are just like, we're working, we're working. Bob Iger's in the corner like, I can't pay people more money. Hurry up. <laughs> well, they're probably sitting there like, we're using audio footage from 40 years ago. Please, can you get us something else? <laughs> this is an interview from The Tonight Show in 1978, man. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. I, I do think that it's going to happen at some point, but I'm curious because Grogu already left the Academy. So Luke has gone from a Jedi Academy of one to none very quickly. <laughs> this po- Imagine, I wish like they showed him after he's just like, did you guys have this much of a problem? And he like looks at the force ghost and they're all like, I don't know what your problem is, bro. Like, hurry up. Well, this is just it. Cause even if I, Sabine is definitely in a train with Ahsoka and then who knows what happens if slash when Ezra shows up and what's going to happen with that story. But there's no way Ahsoka can take Jason as well, because then she'd be training two new Jedi to Luke's zero. And he would look at her and be like, hey, man, what the hell? I'm the one trying to make an academy over here and everybody's going to you. <laughs> like, it's like, um, oh, it's like, it's like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but in the first or one of the seasons of The Ultimate Fighter, um, bj penn who's coach bj penn and i forget who the i want to oh god it's gonna bug me jen's pulver um was the other coach and bj penn's like all right who doesn't want to be on his team come over here right now like a bunch of guys raised their hand to be on his team and he had like jen's pulver had to draft these other guys he's just like come on bro why did you do that (laughs) well i don't know i mean I kind of feel bad for the guy. He's like actually dedicated to making this academy. So, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sure. I hope we get to see it, but yeah, who knows? Who knows about that? But I thought that that was interesting. Um, we got to talk preceding that. I know. Though. I was just gonna go and I, I was just gonna hop into that. Okay, when they said the Chancellor of the uh, the New Republic, two things crossed my mind. First off, I was like, interesting that we've seen Luke Skywalker already twice now in this like post Return of the Jedi, and we haven't seen Princess Leia once. Is that interesting to you? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to me. I I knew it was Mon Mothma going into it, so I didn't even think about Leia. I knew it wasn't going to be Leia either, but I just like as like it. They said it. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Now, granted, seeing Mon Mothma, I was chanting from the rooftops. I was like, let's go from the effing slums all the way up to Chancellor. Let's go. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Well, yeah, yeah. so not really like the slums, but like, I mean, she was playing that. She, the definition of long game. She played that long game. She played the long game. Because we didn't know, was it ever official? Maybe this is something you and I both didn't know, but was it ever officially canon that she was Chancellor post Palpatine? Do we... I don't. It wasn't canon. Do... I'm sure in like Legends she was. But yeah, do we know this? Like, is this something that you and I just didn't know? Or I don't think anybody's ever addressed it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that's interesting, though. I'm I'm very happy. Is she lit? She literally went from like a minority leader for like the rebellion in the Senate, which is a minor like a minority party of the Imperial Senate, to the head honcho. So like, mm-hmm. Mothma got that dog. In she her. does. Now here's the thing, though. I'm concerned about. I hope it's her committee around her that is like sort of weighing her down, and she's not losing all of her wisdom and smarts that she's had in Andor, because. I mean, we see the hesitation when Hera's like, oh, we need to go out to the Deneb system and uh, like send a, a recon squad and a fleet out there to look to see what's potentially happening out there. And then the whole committee's like, mm, no. And then Mon Mothma's, I mean, you see that she's kind of like, she kind of succumbed to peer pressure, to be honest. Like the whole committee was kind of like second she's, guessing it. She's pain. I could tell like she was conflicted. She's like, I want to help you. But like, she has to listen like it's a democracy like you can't just like start doing things because you want to because that is what palpatine did and then that's an authoritarian empire i know so she's like you know i want to help you but i can't but this is what i'm talking about because we so this is one positive thing from season three of the mandalorian is you're already starting to see the holes in the ship in the new republic and like i can already see it just sinking like as this is going on i'm like oh yeah this ship is like bound to crash from sail well, see, the thing is, I didn't even, like, disagree with the guy because, like, I think, like, I'm very confident um, that in that committee, there are imperial, like, people, just imperial moles mm. who'd, like, you know, yes, like, like, my girlfriend, she's like, do you think there are people on there that are, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a 100% chance that, like, there are imperial people on that console. Oh, they're all over the New Republic government, like, at every single possible level. Yeah. Just one dude down there for the empire. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the empire. It's like, zzz. shut yeah, up. Some dude on Corellia. But, uh, okay, buddy. Yeah, you were really gonna start a revolution. Yeah. You really did it. Oh God, I can make so many jokes about people like that in Mm-mm. today's day and age. Um, but yeah, no, I because like the guy was isn't even wrong when he's like, why would we chase down? If I didn't have, I question this guy, like this guy's probably an imperial plant, but like, I wouldn't even like, I didn't even disagree with the guy. Cause he's like, why would we chase down like this thing that you're telling us? Like, yeah, sure. Like you have reason to be like, have personal interest in this. Like our government is already hard enough to run the way it is right now. Cause we're just getting started. Why would I give you a bunch of money to go chase down some ghost tail in the unknown regions? Like, why would I let you do that? That's true. I don't disagree. Um, But also, I just don't like him because he sounds evil. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, the United States kept hunting uh, Hitler even after he allegedly died. Um, Like, they still were sending out spies because they didn't believe that he was actually dead. So, I mean... Yeah, but like they weren't like this. Yeah, that would the be United like States hunting down like for a while at that point. Yeah, that's like after the Revolutionary War finishes, or like the civil. That'd be like after the Civil War finishes. They're like, um, who? Okay, like let's say like Robert E. Lee. Yeah, like Robert E. Lee has somehow disappeared off to, I don't know, Paraguay. We have to go find him. 
And then they're like, yo, man, we just fought a civil war. Why would we be sending money to go like chase people down like on a different continent? Like we have things to do here. Yeah, I I mean, that's true. But I mean, people can just fume over his statue being taken down. Anyways, um, I will say, though, dude, the Thompson. Wait, did Tom Segura do the bit about um, yes. Confederate statues? Like, why do we have these? Yeah. It's like these are just participation trophies for the losing team. He did in his stand-up special. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Anyway, sorry, continue. Um, I am curious to see though if we're ever going to get uh, like more into the inner workings of like the New Republic government. I don't think it would be in the Ahsoka show. That would be like a Rangers of the New Republic type of thing. Here's my complaint though: the Mandalorian started doing it, and like that's not the show that it should. be be doing that in it should be a dedicated show for that where andor it works in andor where they're doing that with the empire it doesn't really fit in ahsoka i mean maybe they will but like i don't see a very neat way where they're like all right here's a side story of how the galactic government now works no and gina carano had to go open her stupid mouth yeah um no i don't like, I want to see it too. I, there's definitely like, God, I wish Tony Gilroy could do it. <laughs> I wish we could just like, like, yes, Tony Andor is done. And we know, cause he wanted to write like five seasons of Andor, but, um, Diego Luna was like, yo, dude, I can't do five seasons of this show. Did that really, was that actually a thing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like 80% certain that that's, I, it was, yeah. Tony Gil, hold on, get me. You start talking, and I'm gonna fact check myself real quick Sounds here. All right, yeah. I mean, shoot, if Tony wants to, you know, maybe do one pre, like Repu- pre Empire during the Republic time period, uh, maybe like between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, he's already killing it with Andor. He could do another New Republic time period one, but I don't see a way where it fits unless if they use, um, like Carson Teva's character has appeared frequent enough where he's like sort of oh hey something's something greater is at play here and he's just that omniscient character uh i wouldn't be like opposed to him being the new lead of rangers of the new republic for that but i don't know i guess i don't really think it would work too well in ahsoka yeah um find anything no i'm sorry i'm no, I'm on slashfilm.com. Hold up, there's an interview. Okay. It's a massive Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Alright. He Oh shoot, sorry. Okay, so it was a mutual agreement between Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna because Tony Gilroy detailed so this is a quote. I, f- I forget who. I don't know who they're interviewing, but it was, it was just like we can't possibly do this. It's a massive, massive undertaking, and Diego wouldn't be able to play a younger man for over the next fifteen years. We wouldn't be able to physically do it. Bummer. So, all I'm hearing is he wanted to do five seasons initially, and he couldn't. So, he's going to have three seasons left of TV. We could easily tell a political story in the New Republic era. Give Tony a bunch of characters to work with. I mean, look, I would watch five seasons of. I'm- Two seasons of Andor, three seasons of New Republic, two seasons of New Republic. I would watch it. I just want them to flesh out that government because they sprinkled them in in the sequels, then they died immediately. 
see, and this is where like it, I hate like when people are like, oh, politics in Star Wars is boring. It's like, dude, politics is arguably one of the most Im- interesting things in Star Wars. It is, and George Lucas, like, crazy enough, was trying to introduce it to a bunch of eight year olds. <laughs> And here we are like 15 years later, like, oh, the politics are some of the best aspects in the Star Wars universe. And at the time, it was all of the adults were like, it's boring. It's dumb. Now, the kids who it was made for are like, this actually has a lot to say. I will. Sorry. But I mean, you think about the Rush Clovis stuff. (laughs) Where it started there, like that was like in the uh, the banking clan, that early seeds that they laid of that. Now you get the fully fledged version of it in uh, Andor, and it, even the sprinkles of it again in uh, Bad Batch, with uh, the rising fascists, yeah. rising fascists, and uh, lobbying against clones. It's yeah. I love it. I'm a huge fan yeah. of it. Um, yeah, I don't know though, but I I just seeing Mon Mothma back again though. I was a huge fan of, and I want to say though, even though I love Genevieve O'Reilly, she did not steal the scene for me. Hera, she no, she she <gasps> killed that scene she was in where she says to uh, the committee member like Ziono or whatever his name is, um, she says, yeah. to him, did you serve?" And he's like, "No." Oh, so you just waited to see who the winner was, and then you would join that side. I'm like my girl let's go that is exactly what you should be saying right now that is exactly what you should be saying do you remember and we were on record you're on record for this i know i might have been on record for this i'm not going to completely admit guilt on this we were like i don't really care what Harris storyline is it's going to be whatever i'm really only into the lightsabers bro i if i said that i was wrong wrong too uh Dude, she cooked him. I was in that moment, like, damn, exactly. Hera's badass. I was like, yes, this is exactly what you should be saying to him right now. Granted, it's not making you look any better for hitting that fleet, but I don't care at all. Well, it was like also because, like, I'm glad she doubled down. Like, D- Dave doubled down when he's like, oh, did you? it's not like when I was, oh, did you serve? And like, no. And it's like, uh, and then, like, it's like, just like, oh, yeah, okay. She's like, oh, so you just like, you're just mm-hmm. waiting. You're Kevin Durant. You're kind of just, you know, waiting for the right opportunity to join up, form a super team. Win a ring and then never mm-hmm. win another one. Um, I guess since we're on the topic of Hera, do you want to talk about Captain Rex? Yeah. So so we find out that she doesn't get the fleet and like they we haven't even talked about like what Ahsoka and Sabine have done. After you've this, seen the like, episode. You know we'll get to happens. that at the end, but you know what happens. We're, we'll get to that. But like, so when the hologram comes through with her in hyperspace, she's like, "Yeah, we're not going to get the fleet, and I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to be able to join you on this one." Yeah, and like she's like, "We're not getting the fleet." And I'm like, "Okay, we're definitely not getting the fleet." But like, I find it hard to believe that we won't see Hera again. Or Zeb, listen, this is a this sequel show. to Rebels. I would not be shocked if we've seen the group of rebels that this show is based off of show up again in this series to help save the day. Like, like I, I can, I can, I can totally see a moment where like all hope is lost. We need, how do you not, how do you not bring, I, 
I'm gonna be so mad if Rex doesn't show up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be so mad if Rex doesn't show up. I like. I'm not one of those people. People who are like, oh, I need to have Cam. No, I want to see live action Captain Rex. Yeah, I mean, there's a line where it's you're getting into nostalgia cameos, and it's also just makes sense story wise. I think this is the only time like i'm gonna have my blinders on as a fan you have a fan favorite with captain rex who's been around since 2008 and like he's probably in over like when i say dedicated star wars fans i'm talking fans who've seen all the clone wars all of rebels like that at least over half of these fans have captain rex in their top five top ten star wars characters of all time so like the opera and tomorrow morrison is we can clearly tell that he loves just being in any role in Star Wars, whether it's a Boba Fett or uh, a clone trooper. Yeah, just a, a homeless yeah. clone trooper. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw him. I think that they should, but like, I don't see a good way of it fitting in, really. I can see when, like, Hera, if, like, oh, no, all hope is lost, our ship is down, we're not going to be able to find um Ezra or Thrawn and then Hera like all of a sudden like the mm-hmm. ghost pulls up and Hera's there and Zeb's there and Chopper's there and Jason's there and Rex is there and I don't know what Callus is doing but he's a really interesting like character like much um yeah I don't know it'd be interesting but, to see I guess we'll have to wait uh I don't think like next week I'm pretty confident I know what next week is going to be. Um, the fight yeah, in the forest. Think, uh, Balin and Ahsoka face off. And I think that's when we're going to get that Anakin stuff. I think, yeah, I think we're going to get some juicy stuff next. Because this, like, this was a good episode. I really, really love this episode. They're but saving like, some stuff. This is like... There's, this is a, st- it's not a filler episode, but it's a stepping stone episode. We're like, it's a good episode, but I know there's good it's stuff. It's another coming build. After it's like this. a build up episode again, kind of. I mean, and here's the thing yeah. is like, stuff is still happening. So I, it won't be until next week. This is the thing that I don't, that I always dislike is like, I can never say if this episode warranted like 37 minute runtime it had until the next episode comes out and I can sit there and say, no, you definitely could have fit this stuff into a whole episode itself. Or, yeah, no, that deserved to be two separate episodes of itself. Because where I'm sitting right now, it feels it feels as if it fits the three episodes that this series has right now. I feel the longer format of this being a movie that they're breaking up into chunks. Whereas Obi-Wan, I don't see how they really broke that up into cohesive chunks. It just seems like they kind of just cut at certain places. Yeah. Um Yeah. I I think like when it comes to like people like, oh it's a shorter episode, why is it short? It's like narrative elements aren't all the same mm-hmm. length. Like 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 exposition is long like their exposition and rising action and your climax and your de escalation and then you're like what I forget what they ever the the there's a weird word for the last e- act but like in a classic resolution. plot structure like that like you're re- yeah you're oh there's a resolution but there's another word oh it's a little, a little I, I, 
for some reason I'm thinking about this yeah, from like the, eighth grade. I remember my English teacher. Shots, uh, exposition, catalyst, rising action, climax, falling action, resolution. Yeah, but there's it's like a denouement is the like the anti um, oh. catalyst. I think it's denouement for some. I could be completely wrong. I don't even know what that word means. I just said it. Jeez. Um, We're going to get canceled. <laughs> I want to make sure we're not actually going to get canceled. For um, no, I get what you're trying to say with that, though. But, I mean, there's parts, though, where... And this isn't just... Oh, you were right. That's the face. My memory? My memory serves nice. me correct. Heck Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to um, Mr. Ryan. This is just things, though, like in because even the Marvel Disney Plus shows fall victim to it. I think Hawkeye was a pretty good example of it, and so were parts of um, uh, what's the, oh, Secret Invasion, where like the episodes just cut at really bad points in time, and then the next episode picked up, and it's like I had to wait a week just for that. So I don't. I say. I'm not getting the vibe. No, yeah, I'm no, not no, I'm not the vibe either. with this. Like, I feel like there's a, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, we're arguing the same thing. Like, I think it ended at a really good spot. Like, I, our heroes are lost in a forest. They're not. There's no backup showing up, mm-hmm. and the enemy's closing in. What's gonna happen next? Like, it's kind of it's weird because like when like the when Disney Plus was first pushed out there and like oh we can have these longer stories like we can tell them like a six hour movie but nobody understood what that meant like if you can't make it like a television show where it's like each episode is contained or serialized like where it has its own its own narrative arc but like you have to tell many narrative arcs across a bigger narrative arc but still make sure it all fits together properly and like this show actually this show and andor actually feel like they're successfully doing it well because like obi-wan we talked about that mandalorian does it but like mandalorian still feels more like classic yes, program it television. feels like a. Ooh, it kind of feels similar to breaking bad or uh better call saw like that type of thing where it's still like a premium type of television show but it's still i mean it still has those tropes of it um i do think though i andor succeeds in it the best Again, we're talking about Andor, but it's because it's the, those three episode chunks where like you have like act one, act two, act three done next set where it, it yeah. works very cohesively with that. This is eight episodes, so we have to see like how long it can keep that streak going. But I mean, three episodes in, it's doing a very good job so far. Um, I do think that. Oh, well, no, no, no. Continue. I Sorry, say, I, I interrupted you. Um, come episode five six five and six is probably maybe seven as well i don't think though since that's the penultimate but that's maybe where you'd start to see some stumbling in series um i think mandalorian season three is when you yeah season one and two uh no even season one of mando kind of falls victim of it to it but season two of mando it's got some pretty solid stuff with ahsoka episode um grogu gets captured Bill Burr episode, Luke episode. It works. Like the story flows very nicely. This, I'm curious to see how well that this pacing continues up. But I mean, I'm a fan of it so far. I think it's working. Yeah, but I mean, like the first two episodes, like on our narrative triangle, we have episode one, episode two, catching us up. 
with like that catalyst at the end of episode two and then episode three, like we're starting our rising action here. So like we're moving towards yeah, the climax. We're right getting now. there. Um what are we thinking about uh what are we thinking about Merrick? I think he's sweet, dude. His voice. You don't give okay, you don't give a guy a voice like that just to be killed off really soon unless you're the inquisitor from tales of the jedi yeah, that was frustrating and he and he died in two minutes yeah and he died in two minutes um did you notice uh, there there's the biggest say, did you pop- notice when oh, they were fighting merrick um i think it was right when they entered space like in the deneb system not the planet um Cetos, but i think it was right when they came out of hyperspace when Shin said, Merrick, were you listening to the music and did you get tones of Kylo Ren's theme at all? No, I could go back and rewatch I kind of got, I mean, like, I, but... I, we all know who Kylo Ren is, Ben Solo. We know that. But when they did it, like, I just heard the theme. Like, I heard, like, the couple notes where it's like, dun, 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 dun. And it's like that constant going down. I kind of got that vibe when they like yeah similar to that like just for two or three notes like just a brief brief amount of time but i heard it and i was like hmm, interesting so i wrote it down but that's not why we're here to talk about merrick there's the most popular theory on the internet which honestly given all of the data on who day feloni is the scouring people on the internet have done through the credits of the show, which I have not done. Um, and going through Sam Witwer's live streams um, and pulling like clips of him talking about this show. I think it is very likely that Merrick, given the fact that he hasn't died, cause you and I thought he was going to eat dirt in the first episode. Yeah, I don't remember what we said in our predictions and theories, but I definitely didn't think he'd make it this far. No, I remember. I vividly remember you and I were like, oh yeah, that Inquisitor, he's, first two episodes, he's gone. Like, there's no way he makes it past this. He's made it past episode three now. You don't keep around just like another random guy like that unless you're going to reveal something about them and do something with them later. That is Starkiller, Galen okay, Merrick. So here's... Here's what we have to talk about them because I've seen I forgot to bring it up last week, but that was another popular theory for who Merrick was. I think people are thinking that this is going to be like Force Unleashed Merrick, uh, Star Killer. Not gonna happen at all because that no. was an incredibly, incredibly overpowered um force user that I don't even think that even if you were able to try and do your best at replicating it it still wouldn't be as pleasing to some diehard uh, fortunately least fans are to put it lightly. Um, but also it just doesn't fit narratively. Like the whole story behind star killer, that window has closed. Like it's going to be yeah. its own creative uh, new version of the character. If it is. Well, well Ram Coda was basically Kanan Jarrus before Kanan Jarrus. Well, Kanan Jarrus was Ram Coda. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> I whatever. He's Kane and Jarrus before Kane and Jarrus was Kane and Jarrus. So like, Kane and Jarrus, yeah, whatever. Will, potato, tomato. 
Um, you just took the long way to get there. <laughs> shut up, man. Um, what was I just... I ate an entire pint of ice cream while I was watching this uh, episode. Um, that's great. I ate an entire gallon. Um, sorry, I just said that because I I'm gonna I knocked it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was I just about to say? God, now you got. Now I'm off my. Now I was off my track. Yeah, no. Oh, I would. I know what I was about to say. Um, yeah, you can't give. He's not gonna have the same backstory, but like, up, according to his biography on StarWars.com, like he's been running around with like Vader, hunting down Je- Jedi for Vader and the Emperor. That sounds like just any Inquisitor. Um, you can't have him pulling Star Destroyer. Yeah, but like you can't have him pulling star destroyers out of the sky. Um, like there's stuff about the Force Unleashed that made it such an awesome video game, but like it would make it a stupid Star Wars movie because like mm-hmm. it kind of breaks the Force. Where like, like oh, if he could pull a star destroyer out of the sky, why didn't Luke just crush the Death Star core with his mind? It's yeah. like okay, like, whatever. Okay, man. Why didn't Anakin just? You can start doing this with any characters and start like, why didn't they just start crushing these things? Like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and then at this point, why don't they just crush yeah. planets? <laughs> yeah, like why didn't they? Why didn't they just uh force choke Kotoku from? Like, it's like I don't know. Why didn't you shut up and just enjoy the movie? Like when people like sit there, why did they just do hold the maneuvers the whole time? Why did you just shut up and enjoy the movie, man? Exactly. Like nobody asked um, you. <laughs> well, also the the appeal for those Force Unleashed games was because you got such a raw unfiltered version of combat in lightsaber form um which was like hadn't hadn't really been done before especially in a video game style so um now yeah and it was on the wii um now which type like so when we talk about because star killer galen merrick is a clone um what are we thinking that how they because we know that this whole post uh, Return of the Jedi pre sequel trilogy is this is kind of like pre, this is cloning technology as well that like we're getting hints of like we're getting post Empire pre Palpatine revival. Um, I wouldn't be shocked maybe if like this was an initiative for uh, a Force user. I'm just pulling at straws here, like trying to come up with just the most outlandish theory, but um, I don't, I don't think he is a clone because if you've already cloned an inquisitor, why is Moff Gideon so hell bent? Like, Oh, now the force is now, I have an army of force wielders. I can't believe we already did it, bro. With the inquisitor. Yeah. This lunatic. Like we, yeah, we have, we've already got a bunch of clones of this guy, and like we have one rogue one running around. Like the last one is running around with these other two, like this ex Jedi and his apprentice. But like, I think yeah, I, it sounds cool, but I don't think it would work well because then like, oh, we've already cloned a bunch of people. It's like, but now we're trying to clone again and give the force. Like, why would we try to give a force to this yeah. guy? We already have a bunch of force users I over here. Thought I'd see. Um, I guess then. So, do you think it's Sam Witwer is the one under the? Like when the mask comes off, do you think it's going to be Sam Witwer? Yeah, he needs his live. He's action done a debut. lot for this Star guy. Wars. His like, dude, he is. Yeah, he's done it all. Like he's been, 
He was he started off as Star Killer. He was Darth Maul. He was Emperor Palpatine. He's I'm sure he's done so much other stuff. I'm sorry if I'm like missing out on stuff he's done, but like and Sam Witwer mm-hmm. knows Star Wars. Like yes. he is a super fan. Like he knows like a, there's a there's a story of him correcting it. Dave Filoni on something about Star. Dave Filoni is like the man of Star Wars outside of George Lucas. So for you to be correcting Dave Filoni, there's no way he looks at that and isn't yeah. like, I want to keep One you around. One thing that bums me over about Sam Witwer is that he's not a big fan of The Last Jedi. I'm like, damn, I wish that you would defend it with some of us. Even though, like, I mean, yeah, not, I think I'm not the biggest Last Jedi supporter, but I'm also definitely not its biggest hater because some people wake up and they're like, I hate The Last Jedi. All right, dude, you got a lot of other problems in your life. I think if if you and I sat down with people who didn't like The Last Jedi, I think we could pull them to our side of like at least respecting it for what it did. You don't have to agree with everything. I think we have to be open though to to some of the disagreements that people have as well. Oh, I'm I'm not. I don't. I don't blame people for being mad about not seeing like the Luke Skywalker. Like I don't blame people. Like I wanted to see like the Luke Skywalker who would never like run away from a fight. I don't blame you for not for being mad about that. I don't like if I had grown up with Luke Skywalker and that's the next time Mm -hmm. I saw him, I'd be so mad. That would be like, I don't know. Sorry. I I don't know where I was going with that, but like I, I can understand when people are mad about that. Um, I think it makes him an interesting character when they do it like that. I wish we saw more of the hero Luke Skywalker before we saw this. So then you could understand why he did. We've I've said this a hundred times on this podcast, but if you saw more of the hero before you saw the hermit, you could understand why. Very well put. No, I thought that was, you making thought fun that of me. Was that well actually pretty good? Um, I tend to ramble a lot, no, so I, I, like I didn't know I if you were making fun of me or not. Sam, if you want to come on our podcast, that'll be a, that'll be a real. We'll chat with you. Here's our here's our message. I'll tag the yeah, here's our message. Ever Sam Whitworth, crap, come on the podcast and talk about the Last Jedi with us. We would love to. Yes, Sam, please come on. We'll talk about it. With nothing but respect, we're not going to argue with you. We're not going to call you names. We're going to sit down like civilized Star Wars fans, have a conversation, shake hands virtually, and we'll all part as friends. Um, We're going to, I will tag him so much. If you make it, if we make a reel for this, well, you'll make a reel. I'll post it. And um, yeah, I'll post it. I'll probably post it. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot better about that. Episode ends though. Well, we see the Pergils, which is super cool. Um, it's nice to see them in live action. They look very nice as well. The visual effects, again, have been stellar. The uh, action scenes with the ships have looked phenomenal. Um, everything, like the minor details. We haven't even talked about Ahsoka's badass fight scene on the ship. That was great. That's very creative. I like that Like she goes out on the ship using her sabers to deflect actual starfighter blasters. Bro, it's literally... A- it's out of the Clone Wars. It's literally out of the Clone Wars. Because, like, she's doing that. I'm like, dude, I'm getting flashbacks of them. Because, like, again, like, 
I love when I watch a show with somebody who hasn't seen the Clone Wars or doesn't understand the material. Because my girlfriend's like, I've never seen like, do people go out in space and do them? Like, this is straight out of the Clone Wars of like getting those getting out there and like mecha- fighting droids and like magnetized AT. It was like, I'm, like going on moon rocks. Yeah, dude. I'm like, this is Dave. Like, this is classic Dave Filoni. And when. Also, like the the cuts of like the ships cutting like and taking dives, it was it's very a new hope. Like how George shot um, a new hope with the Tie Fighters. You watch scenes of how Shin and Merrick are like diving underneath the um, the Jedi Star Cruiser, and you go back and you watch um, the Tie Fighters from A New Hope cutting diving past um, the Millennium Falcon, and even on. Um, even the X-Wings, when they're take, diving in to go to the trench run on the Death Star, that's all very similarly shot based off of World War II footage um, that George Lucas used in place for, like, when he was, like, showed a rough cut to the 20th Century Fox executives when Star Wars was a mess. Sorry, this is a really long tangent to say. No, I mean, really you're not wrong. Like that's, that's Again, we talk about seeing things like paying homage to it. Um, he's doing that same exact thing. I mean, those are clearly World War II inspired ships that are doing those cuts and they're doing the same things that you see where it's like that like tilted angle of the tie fighters going in on the millennium falcon from a new hope um it's not by just like coincidence yeah i did did you recognize that too come on cal um nice but yeah no seeing her like up on the ship like doing all that action was interesting here's my question though this might be a little too technical um wouldn't she like get knocked back from like the blaster fire at all or i mean part of me thinks that like her boots are magnetized and she stays on the ship but like also i feel like if you deflect something like that powerful you're getting shot back really far we're thinking too hard about this i know i like science and stuff this is space wizards well, so here's another space wizards black and lasers. i can already envision people complaining about oh my gosh i can't believe that like this was such a boring space fight scene jedi star cruisers are not built for this type of combat they are uh like diplomat ships they're yeah they are not meant for any of this type of action yeah if i see anybody complain about it i'm gonna sit there and be like you clearly have no idea what those ships are built for because it is not combat Like I'm fairly certain up until this point they've never had yeah, a Luke, like, I'd have to go back. I don't think I remember ever seeing one on there, so like well, she's like she man the turret out like, herself. This thing is a turret. <laughs> um but yeah, oh, so man. we see all the purgles and everything, which again I it sounds like they talk about hyperspace lanes and uh I'm sitting there, I'm like I know. I sit there and I was like, "Hyperspace lanes." Damn, this is like the Clone Wars movie again. (laughs) I'm thinking about trade lanes and blockades getting set up over it. Yeah, it is. I can't wait for the day when, like, the Star Wars government is like, "We're gonna put up a blockade and start taxing this other galaxy for coming into ours for doing trade." Um. Yeah. Oh, dude, the um, the comedian bit of the guy. Mm. Why should you watch Star Wars? I'm gonna let you. Actually, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk about it on here. But like, uh, if you want to laugh, 
about Star Wars. Like a yeah, comedian says why you should watch Star um, Wars. He does so a very good episode, bit on it. The episode ends, though, with, unfortunately, the only bailing content that we get, where he sends off uh, the troopers into the forest. Here's what I think, though. Uh, either episode four or episode five, we are going to get that Anakin flashback. Um, I think that this episode might end episode four i think it might end with the conflict between like ahsoka and balin just starting i think that this is going to be another either this is going to be a merrick focused episode with sabine or it's going to be a shin episode focused with sabine i don't think ahsoka's i and here's the thing is ahsoka's played it's like gotta a be shin mild role yeah like she's been sitting in the back seat and i know that that's not by accident because i'm sure that like she's gonna start cooking later in the series um and here's the thing as well as i i love rosario dawson as uh ahsoka i think she does a great job but i don't need to be sold on the ahsoka character like anymore really i know who she is i know what she stands for and everything i love her like i'm I know everything that like now granted that's not to say like they can't do more and expand upon the character but I'm just saying like for where I'm at now like I'm not one of those people that needs to be sold on this Ahsoka character. Dude we were literally in the movie theater when Ahsoka Tano was introduced. Drew Drew took full circle. Drew took us to Um, the movie theater. Yeah, shout out to but Drew. Yeah, I think that I keep rewatching that trailer with uh, Balin and Ahsoka, and Anakin does the voiceover. I love that trailer, dude. For the for the series, it's it's so good. Um, so good. Well, he's yeah, got to show know. up because well, Rosario Dawson well. spoiled it. <laughs> like Mark. Mark Ruffalo's like, like, oh yeah, I hear a lot of people die. Oh man, you should see the next one. Half of everybody, everybody dies, dude, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, on, only Mark, half of them. Oh my god. Um, yeah. It... Do you think that was actually Don Cheadle? Um, in that uh, Jimmy so Kimmel interview, or do you think that was the scroll? Don, Don Cheadle. Um. Yeah, he's never been real. Actually, is Don Cheadle real? Um, I think though, maybe episode five is going to be the backstory for Shin and Balin. Because here's we didn't talk about this as well last week, and we haven't talked about this going into the series. But this sob Dave Filoni is going to do it again to us. He is going to cut back to Order 66 and he's going to show us another perspective of it. And we're going to see Balin's perspective of Order 66 again. And I thought about that this morning and I was like, God damn it. We're going to have to go through this one more time. This MF, Dave Filoni, you dastardly And he loves to do it. He loves to do it. We are going to see every single series he has his hands in. Every single series. There's an Order 66. Like the Clone Wars. We, 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 we see Order 66. Rebels. 
I mean, you get like heavy implications Wait, of it with it. everything. Yeah. Need I say more? The bad yeah, batch in the beginning of the first episode. <laughs> Order sixty six. Um, and then Tales of the Jedi. It cuts to them in the Siege of Mandalore during Order sixty six after Ahsoka and is training to not die during Order sixty six. The Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. Like Boba Fett. Order sixty six scene. Grogu has his flashbacks. Right. No, that was yeah. In... He does. You get the full scene of Mando. Oh, he has flashbacks. Obi Wan oh, Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. You get the flashbacks. Yeah, that's right. So um, far, the only series that has not done it is Andor. <laughs> yeah. That would be. It would be. Kind of, it would, I don't know how it would fit. That would be weird, necessarily. But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get an Order sixty six flashback because we know that Balin was a part of the Jedi Order. Um. I don't know. I want more Balin cut. I want to have like well, more. Reason yeah, to well, make so Balin like him and Ahsoka, and those two have because. Here's the thing: is like our heroes are outnumbered by our villains right now, three to two. Um, I'm trying to sit here and think. Like, I mean, when they get Ezra, it'll be a three to three match. But I mean, you have Thrawn, and so it's four to three then still. So. People still think Ezra is going to be bad, and I don't think he is. I I don't think Dave would make Ezra bad because he wrote Ezra for four seasons. He had the chance to make him bad, but he didn't. Yeah, I mean, so and like, he also I don't know why Ezra uh, would be bad. Turns now. down Palpatine. I don't like. I'm already changing gears from last week where I said he was Merrick. Um, but I mean, in the finale of Rebels, like I haven't finished season two yet. If anybody's wondering, I've been busy with other things. Um, I will finish season two. And hopefully be halfway through season three by episode four of Ahsoka. But beyond the point, uh, in the Rebels finale, I mean, Palpatine is doing his best to lobby for Ezra to be a part of the Empire. And he's like, oh, your parents, look, they're down that hallway. Um. <laughs> no, I, no, Ezra, don't so, run down the hallway. I mean, I, I don't think Ezra will be evil either or he'll be on the dark side but uh i don't know though i mean because ahsoka is going to face off against balin a hundred percent like that's where this conflict is leading towards um dude i think most of that battle is going to be like a verbal like a lot of verbal exchange and like dude next episode we're going to get a lot of lore like Next episode is going to be really lore heavy, and I think then we'll see the Eye of Scion take off. Episode five and six will like, oh, we're in the land of make believe or whatever the next galaxy. I bet it's Pergol Land because like, you know, like when they show like the galaxy. Because I had rewatched episode two before episode three, and you see like the Pergols spinning around you that galaxy. Could have listened like, oh, to the Legionnaire podcast right. last week where I mentioned that. I know. I realize that. I don't listen to you sometimes. Um, I don't think you realize this. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. But yeah, I don't know. Our heroes are outnumbered, so I'm just I'm curious to see how they're gonna even the odds. I realized you were gonna say that once I said that. Are they gonna call him the Batmobile? 
<laughs> well, so here's what are another you doing? thing: is evening the odds. This is just the Batmobile. This is another crazy theory I have. Rocketing that, into that, that hyperspace ring. It's massive, and uh, Hu Yang said, like you can travel much farther distances at a much greater speed um, than the previous ones that they used during the Republic. Now, here's my question, though. Is that hyperspace ring going to... I mean, it can't attach to another ship, but, like, is the main conflict then and the resolution going to happen in this other galaxy, do you think? Or is it going to come back to the Star Wars galaxy that we know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that hyperspace say, ring so do you think it's gonna theoretically could whatever, dock around a Star Destroyer. If there's a new ship or the old ship or whatever is over on that other side of the galaxy, do you think it's going to take that and come all the way back? Or do you think it's going to stay over in this other galaxy and that's where the story gets resolved? I think that's the golden question of this series, man. Like, I feel like they have to be. I feel like I kind of want to say it has to take place in the other galaxy because, like, why wouldn't we have heard about it? In I the mean, sequel trilogy, but I don't know. Like, this is how they write them out of being in the sequel trilogy or X, Y. I, I don't so know. So this like, is what I'll say as well. Is that, I, I don't I know. Mean, maybe people not. People keep using that argument um, for the sequel trilogy, but you know what? I'm going to take it another step further. Where were half these people during the original trilogy? I understand that George and 99% of these plans that and shows that are yeah, coming sure. out were never originally like going to happen. Probably. I mean, as the series sort of came out and each new star Wars project was being revealed, they're like, well, it looks like we're gonna have to do our best to do some hopscotch around this. But I mean, I'm going to start saying the same stuff because if people keep saying, oh, it can't interfere with the sequel trilogy, they did the same thing. They're doing it right now where things can't interfere with the original trilogy. And I mean, there's been parts where they've crossed the line. Looking at you, the Obi-Wan show. (laughs) I still love the show. We're looking at you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love all Star Wars Um, projects. They're all like my children. Yeah, we're not here. Do I like some of them? (laughs) Different question. But I got fifteen of them. You don't have children. (laughs) I know everything about them. That's true. I'm a father in these. (laughs) Nate, how does it feel to be a father? I've been a father for years. Jeez, I don't know. Um, All kinds of these little MFs. But yeah. I don't know. I don't have uh, much else to say with the Ahsoka series. Um, yeah, I think I think next episode we're going to get lore heavy. We're going to get a reveal. I don't know if we're going to get a reveal on Merrick. Um, I think something's going to happen where I don't think Merrick sticks around for this whole series. There's something about him. Like, well, I don't... he's special. I know he's special. This is mainly because I'm I'm sitting here believing he's Gale or the Star Killer, but something tells me he's not going to stick around the whole series, and like he will eventually fade off or like get thrown away, or he'll run away, leaving it Sabine. like Ahsoka, Balin, Shin, and um. 
Sabine. Yeah, I, I forgot Sabine's the name. The thing is, is like we um, still need to get backstory for not only Balin but then Shin as well because Shin has. I mean, you she has the apprentice braid. She has like the apprentice braid on her. So I mean, you still need to figure out some information about her as well. Oh, I don't think you down need you're like, you know, you're like, we don't like, need to know anything. She's about just her. like, but Balin. No, but here's Eden. <laughs> See this? <laughs> we need to know about Balin. Listen, she's just an apprentice, man. Like he just like, yeah, like I left, whatever. I found her. I, I after some point of finding my way and starting this new life, I found her. She was strong in the force and I decided to train her. What more do you want to know about her, Will? Like, oh, where did she grow up? What's your favorite color? What did she fly as a child? Like, what What do you want to know about her? Like, she didn't live through Order 66. Like, what? Like, who cares? Like, okay, she's his apprentice. She's cool. And that's all I need to know about her. Oh, and you wanna, Him, he's cool, you buddy. Has an interesting backstory that I want to know about. Ship, what do you want to know about her? His favorite lunchtime food is like... <laughs> I mean, listen, I kind of want to know what they serve for lunch in the Jedi Temple. Who was cooking for them? Like, why wasn't Dex... Do you think Obi-Wan Kenobi ever catered Dex's diner to a Jedi High Council I meeting? Dex's I think he probably did at some FDA point or another. Regulations at all. <sighs> you think with that nasty... I don't know. Probably, she was no. meeting them. But he's pulling up his... Baggy yeah, not like, hey, listen, man. He's okay, okay, okay. So maybe Dex's diner has a rat or two run through, but like they'll get it out of there, and everybody knows the food's good, and everybody loves Dex because they get to talk and trade stories, and you know, like it's like I went to this one place for lunch, um, and for, it was like a food truck every Friday. My friends and I would go to this food truck for lunch. <sighs> was it passing all the food codes? Probably not, but the food was awesome. We had amazing food from this food truck. It was the best burritos I ever had. So, like, I'll sacrifice some FDA regulation for a great burrito. And, like, I'm pretty sure the Jedi Council might be able to do that. I mean, I feel like Mace Windu would be like, the buzz could be like, no, we can't have this. And Yoda would just be uh, munching away in the corner. Nah, dude, Yoda was just yeah. Like, well, he was also he, food he, he also spent twenty years by Remember himself. Remember Empire Strikes Back? He's just like nibbling away. Yeah, he's fine. Which is wild because like twenty years by himself. Like if Grogu spent twenty years by himself and he still couldn't talk, he spent fifty years and he still couldn't talk. This yeah, kid's gotta start saying words, bro. Like I got questions about Yoda now. Yeah. Oh, 900 years old. Yeah, when did you start speaking? 800? It's like the Phantom Menace starts and everybody's like, oh my god, Yoda has just started talking. At 850 um, years old. The Convergence book? And he was mentioned, yeah. And how many years prior to that? Yeah, I was saying, how many years prior to. Because Galamati. That's another like 150 years before, right? So we're like 300 years prior to the Phantom Menace at this point already. So we're at like 600 years old for Yoda. I mean, if we got to wait another 400 years, 500 years for Grogu to start doing half this stuff. I can't wait. (laughs) 
They got to start expediting him. We got we got a long road ahead for that little green guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see uh, what happens next week when it rolls around. I'm, uh, I'm bummed that we have to wait another week. It feels like this Tuesday came up like a lot faster than it normally did. It feels a lot faster than the Wednesday turnaround. I know. It's so yeah, weird. Like, like the midnight releases ones. feel so much longer than like, yeah, like, oh, I have something to look for. Like all day, like I was doing stuff and I'm like, but I got to be down sitting down to watch Ahsoka. But I have to be like, when the episode releases, I have to be ready. Like I had, a, I have a lot of stuff to do today, yeah, was, but I need to watch this when like, it comes out. It was six o'clock. By hell or high water. I was like, all right, I gotta I'll make, make it happen. Right now and everything because I need to make sure I have time to like sit down and watch Ahsoka. Yeah, I was like refreshing Disney Plus and like at 7 p.m. Because I had texted you. I'm like, can't Lucasfilm just be cool or Disney be cool and release it five minutes early? Um, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Anyways, I don't either. Jujutsu Kaisen comes back. I got nothing else. I'm excited for that, but yeah other than that um nice you'll probably see us uh back again next week with some more Soka content um i don't think anything else major has oh dune got delayed which is a really big bummer i know i mean they have to because of the strikes and the studio know, executives are now realizing they can't like, bleed these people it's dry. It's been two years since. Which is weird to think about. It's been two years since Dune. Bro, it's oh, been I mean, yeah, whatever. a year and a half since the Batman. A year and a half, Cal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's what I could say it's to like you. You're six plus six crying. months, whoa, man. That's two years. I will. T- I will wait another five years if it means I get like a really quality sequel. You. You know who won't? True. Good Lord. John Campio. He loves Toby Maguire. Um, I guess other than that, yeah. Share this with uh, some other people. Try to promote for us. Yeah. All right. Well, until then, come back to Mecca next week. Hasta luego.